welcome, 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 and humble apologies for what you're about to hear. It's the new year. Happy new year, guys. And one of the first things you're going to hear in the new year is the problems that Chris has had with his willy in the previous year. So that's quite disturbing. Weirdly, that story gets quite heartwarming. (laughs) And Chris goes all soft and emotional. It's quite beautiful. It's also quite gross. There's also a really beautiful part in this pod in this episode it's my favorite uh part of any of the drunk casts it's a little tribute and yeah it's lovely um anyway without further ado oh i should oh, also as this is, this is the last one tomorrow on january 3rd i might even upload it to go up on january 2nd over at patreon.com slash pip i will be uploading the drunk cast hangover which i recorded in my bed 10 minutes after waking up after this mess so um hopefully you'll enjoy that i ramble a little bit about the post drunk cast evening and then the morning and everything anyway yeah so that'll be over at patreon.com it's only a quid or a dollar so that's less than a quid um yeah head over there and get involved if you want some of that yeah i can't delay this any further I have to allow you to, to listen to the mess that is part four of the 2018 end of year drunk cast with Chris at Redshift Rebels on Twitter and Instagram and Stu at Stu Awiffin on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, I'll see you at the end for humble apologies. Right, we are back with part four of the Distraction Pieces podcast, Drunk Cast, Drunk Cast podcast. Um, this piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction Pieces. This piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction Pieces. This piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction Pieces. This piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction Pieces. What do we want to... I go into guys. We've had a lot of good club nights. Yes. Oh, Get Kate, gosh. where Kate fly was has probably been the sh- a show stealer of the year, right? That was the one. Slam that, Duckworth. Yeah. That was the one that I weren't too sure what we was gonna, what what Sam was gonna play. And we had a, a lot of wrestling fans in the house, but, because right. it was the weekend that Progress were at Wembley, so yeah. that kind of helped. But they Sam's were there on the Sunday. Fan, right? Sam's a big wrestling fan, and he'd been on the podcast with me talking about wrestling, so we kind of yeah. had a big a wrestling fan base there. He knocked it out of the park. I'm going to go and have a wee again, even he though we've just he... started. Well, should we keep talking we... about the club night? Yep. Do you yeah, want us to bring on to, to where we're going with yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sam knocked it out of the park completely. And uh, and he's, we are at set. I think it's called 33-something. He's actually put a Spotify playlist up of all the songs that he played when he come down and done it. And it, it, it was all vinyl. And it was just fucking amazing. We, we was all just absolutely, I don't know why we'd expect anything less, because Sam's a, a real dude. But at the last one, we had PC Leon, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not. I'll, I'll let Pip talk through what what Leon done. But we found out that he was a listener of Hardcore Listing and obviously a big fan of Distraction Pieces. So I think, unfortunately, like so many of you that that enjoy the the highbrow, interesting, smart words from Pip and his guests, Hello. somehow kind <laughs> of find yourselves listening to. 
the bollocks that, that me and you talk. Yeah, us, right? it, us idiots. But oh, that was, was it. Those, I'm really, right? I'm really so, gutted that I missed Sam set that night. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and uh, he's such a nice one, yeah. guy. I saw him play live uh, probably around about August. Yeah. And um, me and my wife, not my wife, but my missus, uh, went down and, and saw him play and got to hang out with him and, and his girlfriend. Yeah. And... Um, Man, that guy's so talented. He's a dude, man. He's, he's so ridiculous. Talented. He knows his wrestling, which is obviously a big plus. Did you me. do that one with Russ? Did yeah. you do that? It was Sam, yeah. Russ, and Stu Tell oh, in man. this room. It was great fun. But um, I touched on the last one with yeah. Leon. Yeah. So, so what happened was I'll I'll, I'll tell the story, and because Leah messaged me to say he was he was coming along, and I was kind of annoyed because I. Knew I was wanting to bring it up on this podcast. Just quickly, I know you've had a way. I've not explained who he is. Yeah, or what yeah, he's exactly. Done. It's, yeah, it's all good. And so I had a message saying he was coming along, and I'd had a message a few weeks before, a month or so before, to say that this guy, a piece of Leon McLeod, McLeod, a McLeod, I don't know, um, was one of the three police officers who were the first responders on the Tower Bridge. Is it Tower Bridge? Or- by London Bridge, the, the London Bridge um, t- terrorist, terrorist attack. Attacks. And he, to commemorate that, he'd got a tattoo of one of my lyrics, uh, which is about London. It's, it's the end of a song called Cowboy, and it's all about London standing up and being strong. And that blew me away. I was just moved and humbled. And then it turned out he's a fan of the podcast and a fan of, of Hardcore Listing. And he's, he's um, him and his three colleagues have got honoured by the Queen and all sorts of other stuff. And essentially what happened on the day was they, they were the first three to arrive, I believe. Um, his colleague was stabbed in the eye because this was, this was the attack. I'm slurring because we're drunk. This was the attack that was guys essentially stabbing people. I remember it happening and being here in a friend's a, a locked-in restaurants and stuff like that. And his, his colleague was stabbed in the eye and he told Leon and his other colleague to... to to just chase after them and keep going. And they went after them and basically fought these guys with just their batons and nothing else. And it was, yeah, it's mind-blowing. It's it's humbling. It's ridiculously brave. It is crazy brave. If you've ever watched a fight erupt, it's difficult enough. To know that someone's actually got a knife and they're using it with malicious intent is is crazy. It's mind-blowing. I had a thing that we discussed on the the drunk cast previously where I was... It was after a wrestling thing, weirdly, after talking about yeah. Sam Duckworth, that I saw two guys attacking another guy, and I ended up intervening oh, and right. had to yeah, talk yeah, to the police yeah, 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 and all that. Yeah, yeah. But I stood there with a load of other people for a minute or so, well, not a minute, but a good few seconds, just kind of watching, because you're weirdly frozen in those situations. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of them where it was like, right, no. And not to put that on any l- 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 a level near this, obviously, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. was that example of what you were saying of how... In those moments, you kind of, it's hard to know. It, like, like, a lot of people, it's the fight or flight. You yeah. should also add different level to that. Different level fight exactly, or flight. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. When, when, when you're watching a situation where someone's putting something on you and you have to react to it. And even more so when your mate has fallen to it. Uh, when your mate that, is down and potentially. Before that's even happened, down. when you're approaching a situation and everybody else is going the other way. Mm. Everything in your mind is mind going, blowing. I need to be going, why am I going this way? Yeah, because yeah. There's, there's bad shit that way. Like, and the fact that it was him and two mates, and then it's only him and one other mate, and it's just the two of them ch- chasing these people and trying to 
trying to fight him off. It's it's mind blowing, and it's humbling that he was excited to meet us. He was he was buzzing on the night. He was buzzing to meet. Liam was such a nice person. I I understand it with me, but you two guys. We were surprised. (laughs) That's what blew my mind is that he was a fan of you. I understood why he was a fan of hardcore listening, not (laughs) someone who was going to be reserved and you know like uh, introspective. Someone who. A man yeah. of action like me and Stu. When when <laughs> when people look at me and Stu, they're like, "That's an action duo yeah, there." Yeah. That's that's a. Uh, if they had a problem they couldn't solve, and they had to phone <laughs> someone, they'd call us. They call yeah. us. Two thirds of the Justice League, and at leave, yeah. and um, pretty much all uh, Avengers Assemble is about me. Such a nice guy. Avengers um, Assemble is about me piling my dick into my pants. And to pull it back to. to to, to Chris and Ice podcast, yeah. when we had Gary from uh, PTSD, which we yes, spoke about no, earlier, no, no, yeah. it turns out Gary was at the same station as Leon. Oh, wow. Leon has since reached out to Gary, and he, Leon is now running the London Marathon, and he's going to do his um, his chosen charity, his PTSD 999. Oh, and yeah. so it's just a crazy turn of events. It's um, mad. It's mad, mate. And he's. I'm hopefully going to have Liam on here. Uh, We've we reached just, out to him as well about we're, hardcore listing. We're checking to make sure, number one, um, it's okay with the police force. Number two, it's okay with him, any PTSD issues and things like that. And number two, it's respectful. Like I, I was like, just coming immediately, and he was instantly, well, the anniversary is coming up and stuff like that. He wouldn't want to do anything that feels like it's exploiting it, but yeah. it's a hell of a story, and it's an important, like PTSD and things like that are important yeah. things to talk about and discuss. Aside so, yeah. from that, on hardcore listening, we've both reached out, haven't we, to make sure that he's got um, maybe an hour's worth of ridiculous bollocks to talk about. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was and I think Liam, like, like having chatted to Liam at, the, at the, the club, and can I say how mental it is that now at the club night, more and more people are showing up that listen, yeah. and it's so nice because it's really and cool. Like, to all the podcasts, no, no, definitely, like, it's really nice. Like everything. when when people come up and and want to talk to. You, Pip, it's, it's always been nice. It's always felt nice as yeah. your friend yeah, to yeah, see yeah. people come up um, and and adore you, man. And uh, now these people are coming up and talking to me and yeah, they're vulnerable. It's, it's awesome. These people turning up and talking to you outside the girls' toilets that are police officers <laughs> and they're there to say something nice to you. It's a fucking That's nightmare, so mate. so unique, it's isn't it? It's unique <laughs> and also a nightmare because I don't want them seeing what's happening outside that or the photo booth. I mean, I think there's n- nothing that we can transition better from this to than talking about Chris's broken willy. Um, so I think we should go on to that next. I need to mention as well, I've, I've made a note. On the Lost Drunk cast, one of the things that was a shame that we lost was we did n- noise cancel karaoke. Yeah. And it was something yeah, I was yeah, super yeah, excited yeah, about. Really and good. we might br- bring it in in a future one. But I got the both... Noise cancer headphones is sponsored the podcast, and, and what we did was you put them on, and then I had a mic uh, a, a set up right. there. So all we hear is you singing like a cunt, yeah. And what you hear is you're singing along to music because I generally think if you sing along to music, it's yeah. different to sing along. You done right. What did yeah, you do? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you picked the best song, but what did I, I think do? that um, I I think you picked the best song, but I think that I did the best with that. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I can't remember. You did. It was a, it was a really great pop. I was like gutted. I was like, wow, that's clever. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, I can't think. Hang on, I've got the. I made a playlist. I was all organised for it, and it was a big deal. And then we couldn't release the podcast because it was fucking offensive. It's really um, offensive. Hang on, I'm going to find it. Noise cancel karaoke. 
So it's, it's, it's one of the first ones there. Oh, I don't even raise you a little respect. You did a raise yeah. you a little oh, respect, yeah. Man. Yeah. And it's really like the Wheatus version. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chris, how is your Willy? I'd like to say <laughs> it's almost functioning. Is now. it almost functioning? As a penis, yeah. it's got like um, maybe three or three out of five properties now. Before we get into this, can I just say, Chris, I, I really like to say anything good about you. <laughs> yeah. Fair play, mate. We're going to go in on oh, your thanks. cock here, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be at your expense. Yeah, yeah, sure. Prop. I did it's check in advance if this no, is No, 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 it's cool, man. Like, my dick you. is like... Uh, it's really weird about that, about piss-taking, because I sent you guys a message earlier, and I nearly sent you a message saying, if you start going at me, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. Because, like, this weekend's been horrible, mm-hmm. and I've had some really it's weird been a rough shit this year. year. Man. And um, it's not that I'm not capable of laughing at myself. We, You and everyone who's listening to this, who's bothered to listen to the Fifth Drunk Cast, knows... They're all capable of laughing. (laughs) Exactly. There's a few few hundred thousand, maybe million listeners that are are saying, yeah, we want to hear this. It seems odd to offer up before we talk about your willy, but do you want to talk about anything that you've gone through this year? We don't have to. Uh, no, 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 it's cool, man. I'm more, I'm more than happy to. Um, we can talk about that at some point, yeah. But we, shall we get the dick stuff there? Please. Do you want yeah. before or after dick? Dick or dad? <laughs> I reckon we go dad and then dick. To, to dad, then dick. Show. Dad's dick? If, if, again, if you're up for it, we don't have Either to Either way, no, it's absolutely fine. Like, uh, dad-wise, uh, I lost my father. Yeah. Um, and uh, for people who've listened to, um, obviously, Hardcore Listen, I don't know how far we got into the drunk cast, hence why we've not done it a lot this year. Yeah. And Stu has been a bastion of of, of towing our, our, our business line, really, is yeah. that, um, well, I lost my father. Yeah. But it wasn't quick and easy. No. It, 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 was, it was slow and painful. It's what's blown me away that you guys yeah. have said it seems trivial, but that you guys have not only had a weekly podcast, also a weekly Patreon podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. despite all this shit g- g- going on. And podcasts aren't the be-all and end-all, but it's just mine. It blew me away because all of that could have quite justifiably just gone on hold because yeah, it's yeah. been a fucking horrible and, 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 and I, I'll just throw in here that, you know, it wasn't like Chris was like, no, no, we've got to do this, we've got to do this. It, you know, he found time to do that, but... His focus was was where it should be, and mm. and it was you 100%. know he's he's everything was dedicated to that, and it was, you know it was, it you know it was a sad time. It really mm. was a sad time, and like and and you know obviously Chris and I spoke about it a lot, and and I think he's been a, you know absolute trooper with with dealing with what he's got to deal with and and, and doing the right thing. Like, mm. Absolutely admirable. Well, thanks, you, but I, I'm far mm. beyond grieving for it, and that's a weird thing in itself as a man. Yeah. As well that I've I've noticed, um, but um, it was it was kind of tough because it was I think these problems started about three years ago and they've just increased, and it's really weird because when my dad kind of passed away, I was kind of like he's like one less plate to spin, and when I say it like that to people, they're like, oh, that's kind of cutthroat, and it's like, well, like my dad's had Parkinson's, he was at stage four when he went into hospital. And he didn't leave, uh, but my mum's had dementia. Like we, it was undiagnosed, but we all knew it. But mm. it kind of is, and it definitely is Alzheimer's and vascular dementia now. It's, it's really difficult. Way. It's it's tough to 
juggle all those plates. And when, when Dad passed away, Dad was asking me to kill him, like, it, you know, varying ways a year ago. Yeah. So um, it, was, it was good. It was a good thing. But then you have to deal with the emotional feelings of that. Yeah, and, and the uh, emotion that, of feeling of knowing that it was for the best for him. Yeah, I mean, I know it's something that uh, you and me discussed a fair bit of the conflict and emotion there that he was clearly in a lot of pain, and it's yeah, yeah, it's weird because I said to you, I think at one point, if I knew that um, in uh, Breaking Bad when they he he does wrestling, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 I was like serious, like if Dad is um, vegetative for another month, I'm gonna have to create a fake account to figure out how to make wrestling because yeah. I'm going to have to kill him. It's just horrible I, things to have to think and to have to go yeah, through. Yeah, 100%. To, to confront. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. And it's weird because I guess when your parents get to that age, so my parents had me late. Yeah, um, yeah. Real late. Because you've got a brother who's 18 years older than yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, he's 54 now. And um, I guess there's benefits in that, but there's disadvantages. So like now as a 38 year old man a, a big um decision for me is will i ever want to potentially put kids through what i've been through yeah. at my age because i know 38 is is old for some of the listeners but others it's it's real young you know um mm. Stu, i think you've got your you've got still got your parents yeah yeah and you're yeah. well old yeah you're old as fuck exactly. well how old are you mate i'm 45 bc 45 million years bc <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> he's still got his parents. So. I want to kind of just just chuck in as well. Obviously, I mean, number one, you absolutely smashed it at the funeral, and it was heartbreaking. Oh shit! For I'm all not, of I us, can't even it was it. it was killer, man. It was beautiful, but I can't remember it. But also, I just want to kind of throw in that it was. Oh, oh what? We as your mates all thought of you, of your old man. Number one. He had a Hulk Hogan moustache, which yeah, was the coolest yeah. thing like that we could have. He looked exactly like Hulk Hogan, so it's usually <laughs> exciting yeah. for all of us. But for me, my kind of a relationship, my brief relationship with your man was that he was genuinely someone that I would have a weird desire to try and impress because he was a proper blokes <laughs> bloke. Yeah. Like yeah. My, my old man yeah. doesn't particularly build things and fix cars. Like, like your dad was a proper... Not to say my dad isn't a proper dad, but your dad was a proper dad. Like, he's a proper um, a man's man. And it was weird because that translated into later years. Because I didn't know him as you and Mark and, and Sema and Chris did growing up, I'd genuinely come round yours and I'd be looking down at you acting up and kind of looking over there going, oh, look at Chris being, oh, he's not... <laughs> trying to be a grown-up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like I'd want to be, like... I'd want to... Anytime we'd asked how things are going, I'd try and really big up my career and stuff to feel like a prophet, like to impress your dad, which is, it's mental to want to try and impress someone else's dad. But he was that kind of dude. He was an impressive, yeah, 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 yeah. he was a, a, a proper grown up. I see. Yeah. Absolute. Um, yeah. Absolute. Absolute. Dude, absolute so. trooper. Shoes walking out now. He's so bored Stupid. about my dad dying. <laughs> my cabs here. I'm so sorry. Like, he's right, literally on. falling at this moment. Absolutely so. disgraceful, but go on, mate. Take care, mate. Shoe, love you, man. Happy Christmas. See you later, mate. Anyway, let's talk about your willy. <laughs> Shoe's been looking forward to this for fucking ages. Yeah, and now we've skipped off. So my... I said, I hope that was okay to talk about, because I said, it, so you, the way you've handled it has, has been amazing, and he's been part of the network, because he gave an introduction Saucy to 
to in fact i'd like if if it's okay with 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 you at the end of this podcast i'd like to sling in the intro he gave oh, man. him yeah, and your mum gave to the episode with yeah. Do- dr susie gage which he decided was pronounced as Dr. Saucy George or gave her the name of Dr. Saucy George. They had dyslexia that was never um, diagnosed because in the 50s, how would you ever get diagnosed with it? That intro has genuinely been the highlight of the whole network for my year (laughs) because him and your mum, more him and you really, are in tears of laughter and your mum's tutting at them both, at at you both, as he's just cracking up trying to introduce Dr. Saucy George. So so we will end the podcast with, with, with the man... The Hulkster, Bill Glasson. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> what a wonderful transition. So let's talk about your willy. Bill's son's dick. <laughs> so what do you want to know? You're so desperate to talk about it. You asked me... I'm so desperate to talk so about it. Because t- <laughs> you told me and it's the funniest shit. So, 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 look, you, so at what point did you know questions. there was a problem with your willy? He, immediately. Immediately, so, like so, any, like any, like most of us, we know immediately because there's so like Bob uh, Monkhouse once said that um, God <laughs> God put so many nerve endings in our genitalia, both men and right. women, yep. that when we climax, we'd scream his name, yep, which is a which is a great yeah, genius, great yeah. great idea. And uh, and I screamed a few things, a few choice words. So yeah. I guess the starting point is how did you injure Willie? Having a lot of fun, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not. I can't really get too far into it because I'm with no. a, I'm, I'm with my girlfriend and, and uh, a girl that I am. Believe me, has, has turned de- my year around. I've deleted a lot of jokes because of respect for. <laughs> she's a lovely young lady, um, and I had a lot of very yeah, offensive yeah, yeah, jokes yeah, about yeah, this, but yeah. I've got rid of them. Yeah, the only, totally. only so, one I've stuck with so, is go on, go yeah, on. go on. So, like, as harsh as my year's been, it's been made up by meeting someone, yep. which is crazy because I know I never expected that no. at all, and I made it. It's been lovely to see. I kind of made it hard for to like me, and um, somehow she stuck with it. Sorry, I'm struggling with a few burps here. <laughs> It's burps, right? So, emotion, anyway, don't yeah, worry. yeah, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm a man. And uh, basically, at some point, we realised that we enjoy, you know, as young couples do, yeah, that we like being with each other, yeah. And we had too much of a good time. You know, like when you say to me at a club, "Stop enjoying yourself, Chris. You're having too much fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a regular thing. It's a regular thing that if you come to lizards." If you expect to go there and have a great time with Pip, you're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> Damn right. I will have a photo with you and shake your hand politely, but there will be no exchange of fun. <laughs> but I want to have fun, right? You like it's, it's weird because... Um, like, cause the we, last couple of lizards, I've said goodbye to you and you seem to be really like, yeah, whatever, you fucking... <laughs> you seem really kind of... All right, you look like you've enjoyed yourself. I gave you a hug at the last, and you're like, oh, we're hugging, are we? I was like, all right, drunkie. Oh, man. (laughs) You see, I think that's kind of interesting about our own relationship, is that we have so many uh, common interests, don't we? Ridiculous. Like, ridiculous amount of common interests. It's almost boring. Like, when people say, have you listened to people on podcasts? I'm like... What has he said to anyone that I haven't discussed in detail? I've heard him say sin plenty of times, more than I ever need to. I'm not listening to that films one because he'll talk about the films he's sin. 
Like, why do I want to hear that? It's, it's not interesting. And uh, even <laughs> if their guest is interesting, I've got to listen to him talking. I've heard plenty of that. And, Too uh, much. Anyway. Oh man, I've, I've, I lost my own track. Here. Anyway, we were talking about my penis. having fun at the club night, but you anyway. also like to have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, having fun, and uh, that's anyway. It was too, too much, much fun. fun, and things <laughs> got worn down, and yep. things split. Wow. Not any. I'm not even talking like a, so many listeners. Fifty. Well, fifty percent of your listeners yep. will go. Oh, this is Jacob's ladder, which is your uh, foreskin, yep. the little string from the chaps. Yep. That's not what decided to give out on me. Yeah, it was other parts around that area, but yep. it was it wasn't like um like a, a Pulp Fiction so, kind of like blood jetting across the side of the room type thing. Yeah, but it was painful. I've had I've had a blood jetting oh, situation you, you when, when oh. no it was with oh, your nipple. I had a pierced nipple moment. and it was I seen a, a young lady who had dreadlocks and they got caught in my nipple and r- ripped exactly. it and bent oh, it mate. and it was just gushing blood. It was a yeah. Did you carry on? I, I I finished the job. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, exactly, man. You can't be rude. <laughs> so yeah, you yeah you. There so was essentially some 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 chafing, some wounding. There was a the lot. Of, the a only, lot of fun was had, but the, unfortunately, it, it had a price to pay. The only only insult I kept in my notes was maybe start using something other than your own tears as lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> that was. The- that was the only one I felt that was only that wasn't insulting to anyone other than you. But yeah, oh man. But yeah, yeah so you hurt yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't just go away, did he? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't, it just was a quick also, fix. it wasn't from what you probably expect. <laughs> right. You know, it, wasn't, right. It, wasn't, it wasn't just, just adjusting myself in the seat. <laughs> yeah, Continue. Go on. You know, it wasn't just from sex. You know, there's plenty yeah. of other things yep. you can be getting up to with a cheese grater, Table other, tennis. Than, other than fucking it. Yeah. And. Um, so yeah. sorry, your question was, was so after so that it didn't it didn't it wasn't a quick fix. It was kind of it got worse. No, and well, worse. we thought, kind of thought. So, I, so there was initially I there was initial injury. I genuinely so I had an injury uh, from a partner who had um, who's not with me. It's, it, I think it's pretty fine to talk about, but a had a um, a situation that that resulted in an injury of myself. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to go much into it. You don't from have that. to. Um, for respect for her, but I really, I really had an injury from a, a previous relationship, and so then, therefore, every now and then, that injury can happen again. It can rear its ugly head. It can rear its ugly head, but in this way, it went like black belt level. Yeah, like it was a kuma yeah, on Street Fighter Two. It, it went for it, and I kind of figured that I could suffer it, and it was painful, but I could do the manly thing of going, "Nah, walk it off." You brave it out, and again, in situations where you'd have to make any such choice, it's not always the most rational no, of, course, of situations. No, it's not not. Like, well, it's probably best if I pop this away. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, yeah, you know, we've, we're, many of us have been there, in, and in, a new in, relationship in sexu- as well, sexually intimate, in, intimate surroundings, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, like, um, like, well, well, actually, we did stop. We were kind of like it's visibly time to. End yep. it to call it a day for now, and so that's when the whole that's 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 the point at which the jokes start because like my whole experience after that was, you know, difficult. Yeah, difficult. I think I've been to the doctors maybe three times and the STD clinic. Yeah, because you checked again if it was anything other, 
if anything had got infected and stuff like that. And it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just been a continual. Yeah, at some point, after going to the uh, GU clinic twice, I went back to the doctor and the doctor pointed at my dick and went, that's herpes. <laughs> and that was really tough because um, I really struggled with that because uh, I looked into herpes. Obviously, I have before, but then you look into the disease. Yeah. And it's difficult, man. Like, whether or not you've got cold sores on your mouth or you've got genital herpes, mm-hmm. by the way, for anyone listening who, who suffers from that, is like, that is, it's more emotionally terrifying yeah. than it is physically. Yeah. You can this live is... your life with that condition. Yeah. But how that originally makes you feel is fucking brutal. It's a and social a thing as well, it's isn't a social it? It's a perception thing. of it. And, yeah. and I think that many many people can contract that unintentionally, no matter how careful you are. And yeah. I just want to say that to anyone who's ever got it now or thought they suffered from it. It's all right. It's okay. Mm. It doesn't make you a, a bad person in any way, shape or form. It's, yeah. it's not. And um, you've got my full support with it because it is terrifying when you think that you've, when you think you've got it. But it's one of a, a sexually transmitted disease that's very easy to get. Mm-hmm. It's almost undetectable, yeah. like chlam- chlamydia, and um, and 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 that's even promoting well for for herpes genit- uh, on your genitalia. You can you can pra- practice safe sex. It doesn't. There's no guarantee you won't get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. But it wasn't that. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was a literal. God wound as such it was literal injury it wasn't but we had to go through that and the surprising thing was that neither of us uh me and my partner we there was no blame we weren't having a go each other i think the first time i spoke to her about it i was a little bit panicked i mean it's mad because it's a new relationship as well that's always a nerve-wracking intense a thing that just emotionally on what you let out initially or what you share about yourself and we've discussed yeah yeah things like that we've both got deeply rooted geeky tendencies and you have points of how early do i let out that i want to play yeah i want to play or i want to or that i want to go to the wrestling or or, 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 all these other things it's like how early do i i I, I let that into a thing and that's just parts about our personality that's not a a a physical or sexual thing no 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 it's not psychological it's a physical preference and um and that's tough. That's why it's so difficult with sex. And that's yeah. why I think things like Tinder are brilliant and also can be catastrophic in many ways. But anyway, we weren't panicked. We went to the doctors and they said it wasn't herpes. Mm. So all that like kind of like, even if it was a 24, it was literally 24 hours and yeah. respect to me and uh, my partner... But yeah, we, we did that, and then we still had to go in the process of literally trying to fix my dick, and uh, that in, involved Which creams and other doctors, and no sex, and no masturbation. And I tell you what, that's really difficult. I mean, I mean, all joking aside, a joking thing with you as we've been growing up together is yeah. that you're the guy that masturbates an awful lot. Yeah, you were yeah, known yeah. for your masturbation. 100%. Mark Irvine is known for his farting. Yeah. I can't speak properly. Yeah. And Chris loves a wank. I will. Um, <laughs> I'll kill for a wank. And Jamie's dead. That's our, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our defining things yeah, as, a, as, a, as a group of friends. Simo's sober. <laughs> there you go. That's that. that that's 100%. kind of that's the defining thing. Yeah, that's so, our things. So that was as much of a, a thing to me. I was like, oh wow, that's not because number one, as I said, regardless of your love of masturbation, 
in a new relationship, that's when things are most heightened sexually anyway. I think so. So yeah. to be like, or to prove it was heightened, thus getting the injury, <laughs> and then have it kind of, all right, now there's nothing we can do. No. We need to wait patiently. And do you know, do you know the magic of that? Here's what's what the magic of that is, and if you want to talk about a whole hour, if you want to talk to talk about um, conservative values against Mm -hmm. liberal values, because to me, as someone who really likes doing whatever the fuck I want, Mm -hmm. really, whether or not that's uh, drug abuse or partying or or or, 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 you know sex, um, I I learn, and we we fell in love in the period where we weren't having sex. Mm. How amazing is that? Yeah. Like, we really did. Like, I love it this puts... girl. Like, I, I, I don't really... I've not... I've ne- I've always seen my relationships in dog years, and most of my mates have. Like, <laughs> if I'm if I'm with a girl for three months... Yeah. That's what... A, a, that's ma- That's kind of engagement level. Right. Um. So, to be with someone for that long when we haven't engaged in mm-hmm. sex... That's a great thing because you kind of get to know someone. So all those notions of not uh, fucking because it's fine. Yeah. At least you get to really know someone if you don't. It's fascinating, man, because there is this kind of perception of of celibacy or of of waiting and stuff Mm. like that. And I think it's a good thing in society that there isn't, people aren't waiting because of guilt or because of fictional kind of pressures put on them or societal pressures. I I do believe in sexual freedom completely. Yeah, 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 But... There's some interesting sh- sh- shit there in, in those people who were potentially s- sexually repressed may have also experienced some unusual things in that in that getting to know each other in a non or in a more intimate level because it's a myth that sex is the most intimate thing. Sleeping n- next to someone is far more intimate than sex. Um, I've 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 had periods where I'm single where I'll sleep with some people, I'll have sex with some people. But we're not going to be waking up together and having breakfast and hanging out and all. That's yeah, far. I don't, I the the intimacy there intimate. is far greater. I don't. I don't think that's intimate. And I think that anyone who um, is listening to this and this will verge into sexual, who thinks that intimacy is fucking, you are massively mistaken. And it's, also, I, mean, I, I need think, to, to flag. It's each. It's each to their own. Yeah, People yeah, can yeah, have, okay, have their okay. own. Okay. So, it's yeah, it's no. why I support the uh, the decriminalization slash legalization of prostitution and things like this because people have different l- limitations and values and if someone is completely comfortable in their sexuality in that that way then I don't see why someone else should say it's illegal for you to earn from your sexuality or no. from all these okay. different things so, it's, so but I it's think, individual it's yeah individual. I agree with that and that's a different subject to intimacy yeah, sure um, but I think you can be intimate in a moment, mm-hmm. and I think that it should 100% be legal. Hence why um, I think that sex work is work is yeah. one of the best slogans Completely. that I've seen in, in recent times uh, from B-Ducks. Yeah. And I think you, you'd have a lot as a listener to learn from what that young whippersnapper's got to say yeah. about and opening it. opening up that conversation. Definitely. But again, it's, it's looking at intimacy. I've got a script that's a, it's a, sh- a short I wrote a while ago. I originally wrote it... For a BBC thing, and I might, I might make it for something else because I've got the rights back. But a, a, one of the key parts in that is it's got a kiss in it. But the thing I focused on is the moment before the when kiss. when they part, and there's all those no. strands of <laughs> no. you know when they, no. there's all those strands it's, of no, flop. No, it's 
It's the moment <laughs> before the kiss because that's so much m- 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 more intimate. If you think about your teenage years or when you, or even just any years when there's a girl that you like, the nerves of the moments that you're you kind of you're cuddling up or whatever, or you're edging closer and you're thinking you you your head's moving closer or whatever else. Those moments are the fucking most intimate and electric bits. The kissing is a wicked end result, but that's not the most intimate bit. That that's the bit where you know, or the risk is gone as such. You know it's working. So It's that um, scary, that intimacy of that moment I, of building up I completely up agree with this, and I'm going to really uh, drag it down yeah, into the on. gutter now. Go on. But it's the same. Mm-hmm. Anticipation towards reward. Like, yeah. uh, so when I watch pornography, I don't really, um, when I watch it, I don't really, like, the act is less sensual for me mm-hmm. than the story before it. So yeah. when I ever watch porn, I need a prelude and I need to see the start of the result. Yeah, I see, I see. That's the end. And it's really it's weird to see it's, that it's, because because I, I don't really want to see someone just fucking someone. Like, like I, I kind of like the idea of whether or not you're 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 having a normal uh, a normal sexual story, or one that has got a, a kind of fetish. So it yeah. might be some kind of submissive kind of way, or it might be really kinky. Like I kind of like the idea of I, for me the sexual premise. Mm. And the thing is, if you want to purify that instead of drag it into the gutter, like I often do, is like there's something beautiful about the relationship you have before your first kiss, like that yeah. nervous tension. Yeah. yeah. I believe and, it and completely. And the sadness, I think, in many relationships in modern day, Pip, is that I've had girlfriends ask this to me before when I say hello in the morning. They're like, why are you acting like you don't know me? And he's like, well, I obviously don't. But no, no, genuinely, like... Well, I, I can't remember your name. Refresh your relationship consistently. Yeah. Make it new all the time because then you get that... When you get close to someone and you feel the electricity, mm-hmm. always try it and, 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 and that is it. Like, make that your goal. Make it, it. Make it, it so that when you, when you touch each other, it feels electric. And it doesn't matter how long you've been dating, and I don't care how long you've been with someone who's listening to this, you're just giving up on it. Make yeah. yourself feel electric when you touch your partner. And it's, it's fascinating, because this is a conversation that pr- probably will be making a lot of people feel uncomfortable, and we're a bit, bit drunk, yeah, so it's even drunk. more uncomfortable. But I think it's completely true, and I don't believe in any kind of kink shaming or, 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 or shaming of, of whatever you're into. And that approach to pornography or whatever... It's that kind of thing. It should be more openly discussed. Yeah. For me, it's similar, but it will be. I'll hunt around for ages to find the right thing. Yeah. And then, in a way, that's putting value on your on on your release as such to kind yeah. of go. It's, it's similar to saying I need to see the story. I'm not so much that, but it is that. It's like I need to find the right moment and the right story and the right situation yeah. rather than. And it's weird because it goes back to the beginning of this podcast when we were talking about how. Different guys have a different approach to how they piss at a urinal or w- w- wipe their ass. But I've mentioned this before to another mate of ours, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm very much. I just want to get it over and done with. Get to the pound. Find something, yeah, bang, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. done." And it's different approaches to that. So it's um, yeah, it's a weird. God one. bless them. But you couldn't, you know, enjoy these beautifully crafted stories while your willy was broken. And no, just, I mean, let's kind of. 
I think we've been talking on this for roughly half an hour now. So just let's let's give people an ending of some sort. Is it is it resolved now, or are you on the on After the mend? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long there. time though. It's yeah, been like it's been let's a long not time. exaggerate. It's been a good few months, right? Yeah, no, it's been like uh, five months of our relationship. Yeah. Well, no, I think we've done it, but I think maybe a month in when we we thought it was done, we we'd give fucked. It a go. And it was yeah. a great fuck. It was really like, it was 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it, 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 myself. Uh, well, for me it was. Yeah. But um, it, it reopened everything. Oh, mate. That's not, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so yeah. That's so, um, point. so yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sorry for anyone who has to go through that, but um, gutted. <laughs> There's nothing I can say. So no, don't, what, I don't want to soothe it. It's what, not good. It's, <laughs> it's not. It'll be. It'll be all healed up in no time. Though, Do you know right? what and though? On the other side, exactly what I'm saying is that just you. You can. You can draw out sex. You can rule that out and get to know someone. I think a celibacy is an interesting thing. 100%. Anyway, I, I, when I was s- single, and not that I've got people throwing themselves at me, but um, I'm a believer in people having their their, their own. Of sexual independence, and if yeah. if you're single and, and grown up, if you choose to engage, then you have a right to. There shouldn't be any judgment of society of uh, you're a slut or you're a player or, mm-hmm. you're, or, or or any of these other things. But equally, I'd go through for periods where I'd go right. No, I'm going to have a period of, of celibacy. Yeah, I wanted to beat your head in sometimes. You hated me at that point because I had some options on the table. But I think it's I think those kind of things are are powerful, and it. it it teaches you stuff and clears your mind in in, in, in certain ways. I kind of for, yeah. forgotten that we discussed it, but yeah, I do think totally. um, as male or female, um, sex, the way it's portrayed in society and in, in, in film can be such a priority. So to remove that, it's weird to liken it to what I was saying hours ago about a, a removing the choice of colour of pants. 100%. But to remove that, it clears your mind and clears your focus to go, right, I'm not going to be getting to eight o'clock and going. Oh, who's about? Who what, can I? Who can I trace? I don't know anyone who's still listening that's going to bang it back to that. But that that's a great thing a about callback, that's right? a great thing about talking as I'm a friend. And like, whoever whoever is going to be here, whoever's going to be talking about this and listening to this is going to draw those same comparisons to people. Yeah. At some point, they're going to go, "Yeah, that that makes a hundred percent." It's sense. interesting, man, to remove the things that can be. Fog your vision or cloud your vision or become an overwhelming dr- drive. It can really, yeah, open things up. So, what should we talk about for the last fifteen so minutes? So, how are we going to end this? Um, oh, it's a it's a tough one. Um, have you have you watched any mm. good TV uh, uh, this yeah, year? Okay. I've got things yeah, that jump Jesus out. Christ, right? Uh, TV uh, Annihilation. I really like. I enjoyed Annihilation. I mean, it's a film. Yeah, what did we say? TV, TV it's on yeah. Netflix. It's on Netflix. That's it. I mean, that's under the films. Annihilation was good fun. Yeah, that's the 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 guy who did um, Ex Machina, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's fantastic. He's an absolute he a beast. Ex Machina was brilliant. Yeah, I, I think like the payoff at the, in Act Three, and weirdly, I didn't enjoy the payoff in Act Three of sorry of, of Annihilation. You're burping a lot. Burping a lot, but the sci-fi concepts in both of those yeah. are great. Yeah, I agree. Ek Machina, it's been done before in many, many ways, but it was executed perfectly. Perfectly. And then Act Three, yeah. I kind of 
Um, it's weird. He's an act-free ruiner for me, and it, right. in in many sci-fi films, like um, what's that one? Uh, it was Cloverfield where they were underground. Yep. Um, Ten Cloverfield. Ten Lane. Cloverfield Lane. Right. So forget it's Cloverfield because that was just money that made that Cloverfield. So forget it's got anything to do yeah, with Cloverfield. I kind of enjoyed that about it that it constantly had that fear hanging over it, but it was essentially a. Are these people kidnapped? Are they are they rescued? It was, yes. It added the mystery. I yes, guess, it but, did. But really, but it wasn't the, a the, the script film. was strong enough to not be uh, attached to it. And yet, in the third act of that, I liked the alien payoff. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. In the third act of both of, do you think uh, the alien payoff would have had the same value if it wasn't part of the Cloverfield a franchise? It's to me, it didn't matter. It's something that Stuart Lee does a lot. Is informing you of the punchline well ahead of the punchline so that you have that anticipation throughout in the lead up to it. Actually, and I think it's kind of yeah. similar on Clover. Well, in any movie, in any movie, you should always, in the first, um, first five, ten pages, establish what genre you're mm. going for. And I guess that even before the first five pages, you you've said it's Cloverfield, so yeah. you're you're saying it's. That's why I think it's good because I think M Night Shyamalan is it Shyamalan? I can't, can't, can't think. But he he kind of because he was the king of the of the real twist. He kind of made that seem as if that's the only way to, to make films, and I think at times it's or there's been proven studies that the whole spoiler thing. At times, spoilers can heighten your, 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 your enjoyment of a film because you're waiting for something that then is held off. And that makes it that ups the excitement. If you don't know you're waiting for it, you don't have that tension. And I think that kind of worked on Cloverfield Lane because you're like, it's Cloverfield, right? And then just at the point, it's like in Swingers where he talks about how just at the point Bingo. you stop a, a, a wanting someone that's broke up with you that's when they'll hit you up and come back. It's yeah. just the point you've got over them yeah. is when they'll pull you back. And it was similar in Cloverfield Lane, really, where just really at the point you've stepped away from man. that, then it goes, oh, by the way, Cloverfield, remember? And you're like, oh, fuck, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it allows you to, talk, to have that tension and not the payoff, and then and just as you stop, it goes bang. So I think you really did that justice there. It was all right, wasn't it? And I think that, <laughs> um, and I think that what annoys me... Well, not it doesn't annoy me... It's just that not everyone's a big sci-fi cunt. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, <laughs> when it ended, I was like, and, brilliant. And there's the, and there's the quote, John Harris. <laughs> what annoys me is not everyone's a big sci-fi cunt. It's like Chris Grasson. I, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that, and I understand that build-up. But then you get to that point, and you're like, well done, because that was tough. Yeah. To spend um, that long in a basement and then do all that alien shit. Yeah, yeah, man. But there's so many people. This is the Game of Thrones problem. Yep. That, but they had so many hours to get you to the point where there's a dragon there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that because they've spent so long. They've groomed non-fantasy fans. Yeah. To like fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you've got to have that. Like, like if the fans you, if who would say, kid, the fans who would say, "Oh, fuck off, no, it's dragons." But they're the fans that, are, that when they were young, their dads and mums weren't uh, fantasy fiction listeners mm-hmm. or watchers. They weren't watching that TV. They were probably big, big into sport, and now yeah, yeah. they've finally seen that there's something beyond reality that is worth watching. 
But if you don't get that, it's boring. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It's annoying. You jump the shark. You don't want to know what it's about. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but once you yeah. once you can burst that little membrane of it's not being real, only just a little bit, life is great. And yeah, um, yeah you're totally right. I love that. That allowance of, of disconnection um, to allow you to actually enjoy it, to get into it, to, to not go, well, that's not realistic. And it's tough as soon as you start writing scripts or working in anything that's in that world, you start to go, well, that's not... It's it's, it's what I've loved. I've had a, f- a few people on the podcast uh, this year with um, Brad's... Fucking hell, I'm drunk. But um, he made American Animals. And it's fantastic because oh, shit, it's yeah. a really good film. And yeah, yeah. it's... The fact is, it's based on a true story. So it removed that need to go, is this realistic? Is this right? Is this Because he's got the beats of, 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 of reality to work to. And it's been, it's been amazing to talk to people and go, how freeing is that? When you may have, have written some, some fictional scripts, but you're like, oh, I'm not sure, I should, should maybe move this to here to have reality to work from. And same with Stephen um, uh, Merchant in his, his new one. He's got... A reality to fall back on, so uh, so yeah, he can't yeah, just yeah. go. Oh no, we need to. It'd be, be be better if this happened here or this happened there. It's like no, that's not how it happened. Yeah, so that's what I need to do. I'm gonna have a wee, and you're gonna have a look at. Uh, do you want a films coming out next year or questions from Facebook? Questions. Right, I'll get you to the I'll questions. I'll answer one while you're having a wee. You can answer one and choose a, 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 a which other ones we want. So. Mm-hmm. Are we there? Just scroll right, and I've got oh, them all okay. as photos. Okay, okay. As oh my right god! I there. scrolled right and I saw Pip's dick. Did you know? Question: Pip's got a Prince Albert. Okay, here's some questions. He literally looked really scary there. He was worried. Any films that you wanted to see this year but didn't? Oh no! Sorry, beg your pardon. We've read that one. Okay, okay, okay. What horrors lie in store for 2019? But also, what do we have to look forward to? And that was by Christopher Noel. Noel. Yeah, uh, what horror to, horrors do we do we have lying in store for 2019? And what have we got look, to look forward to? Well, I don't think we've ever... We haven't said anything yet, unless he said uh, on another podcast. But me and Pip have written a prediction of our future. And we've made a television series out of it. But that involves a lot of our fears of the future. I finished. If you had a wee wee, mate. It's a long one. So Chris Noel said, "What are our fears of 2019, and also what are our hopes of it?" All oh, right. Well, that kind of. Oh, what have you said? So I said, um, "Well, we've written something that." That's what I was going to say. I, I like we've not mentioned it, but that's one of the most exciting things. G- g- going on at the moment is that so we've... we're kind of fucking pissed now but we have written we've written something right I'm really excited about it I think it could be a really genuinely good and big series yeah. it's been a weird year because there's yeah. been a project I've been working on with Stu in the pod bible yeah. and there's been a project I've been working on with you in a yeah. script that are completely separate mm. and in, in, in general the club night all three of us kind of work on the hardcore listening and drunk cast all three mm-hmm. of us work on it's been weird to have two things I'm excited about that are separate and in their own world. But yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Because it feels... I've written a few scripts and a few series. When I sent our script to my agent, 
in the email, I said, look, the previous scripts I've sent him that are being developed by Warp yeah. and things like that, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I think artistically have great credit, but I can see them as one, maybe two, maybe three series. Whereas the script that we're working on, I can see as being a franchise as this huge, amazing thing and artistically as strong as anything else I've ever kind of yeah, worked on. Like, so it, like really, it can be... It can I mean, be we have a, to be all mysterious here, but it's yeah, fucking exciting, we can't, it? we can't give any quick setups oh. and it has got a really i could give you a quick setup in a, a sentence but we can't yeah. do that um it's got world appeal and it's yeah. got not world appeal so. in a way that is uh well it is catchy but it's it's gonna uh make you think and make you consider the luxuries you have now yeah i think it's just it's exciting man and it's it's a scary one because i'm aware and maybe slightly more so than you, mm-hmm. just because of a few experiences of closer friends, of how slow TV and production and things yeah, like that can yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that, although we have to accept that things are slow, the project that we're working on, it feels like it needs to happen immediately. Yeah. In in our minds, it's like, we need to start it tomorrow. Like, it's literally, it's, it's that exciting. But it's a combination I'm aware of, that things yeah. like t- a, a taboo took Tom Hardy's seven years to get made. And that feels like it wouldn't work with the thing that we're working on because it's so current and modern and new. But I'm also aware that there might be a middle ground somewhere that we want it. As you know, I had a a series option by Warp and I was so excited. And it got optioned immediately. It got a lot of hype and then it hit a bit of a wall. So it's kind of that, that one bit of experience knowing that it might not be straight away, but we need to make sure it's not a long gap or a long period. And yeah, it's fucking yeah, I, exciting, I, I, isn't it? I 100% think that. I mean, even variety. And this is pr- it's probably conversations that we should be having privately, but fuck yeah. it. Let's yeah, keep yeah, it yeah, drunk no, and no, mysterious. And well, you know, we've not given any plot devices, but when we put all our. We started writing characters because we knew what we wanted. Yeah. And we write, wrote characters and scenes. And then we cut them together. Yeah. We were worried that, that cutting it together bit, would be yeah. really bad. Yeah. But the first draft I read, I'm quite critical. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, I'd 100% watch that. It got us crazy excited because when, as we've we've talked about the tough a, a year that you've had, that, uh, there was a period, understandably, uh, where you were kind of off the grid a bit. Yeah. And I got a load uh, written in that time. And as soon as you came back on the grid, uh, you got a load are written and yeah, then I was yeah. like right I'll yeah. put them together I'll yeah. cut them together I'll find these characters I'll make it all work and I was prepared for that cut together to be a bit a bit of a mess and I didn't I didn't want to overhype it I didn't say much when I sent it to you I was just like here's my first thing but I was exactly that I was like I think this reads obviously we've done a load of work since but I was like this reads is finished now weirdly you said to me you said just read it and don't don't overly do my normal thing of like trying to destroy it yeah so I did, yeah. and it flowed really good. Like when yeah. I finished reading that, I was like, "Oh man, I really get that." And yeah. um, I'm big on I, I I put things onto my iPad, and then I go and read it somewhere that isn't my house. And it's what mm. I've had to do. I learned how to had to do a music. If Dan sent me some beats, I needed to put headphones on and go for a walk because if I listen to them at home, I'm like, "Oh, I don't know if that works. I don't know if that works." If I just go out of my house, I'm listening to it as a fan rather than as a creator. And I feel that, as, as similarly on this, as we're collaborating on it, it felt important to say, look, forget that you're 
that you're part of this. Read this as just a thing that you found almost kind of thing and try and yeah. just take on that excitement. Of Have it. a go at it. Rather than, I'm not sure if that works or, yeah, this, that. I think yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And, um, yeah, man. I think it's exciting, it isn't it? If yeah, it happens, it really, it really it's exciting. Does. Yeah, it really is exciting. Um, I've watched many sci-fi things. One of the things I didn't quite, uh, say about tonight is like YouTube's got a premium channel mm-hmm. and I think they've done, done a really good job. Like yeah. Origin is a really, is a... Really? It's decent. I, I tell the, you what, I tell I you think, what, if, I, if ever, ever I got a screenplay, and to be honest with you, I think it's kind of, um, it's not easy. I think they've done well. But if I ever get something put up there on, on YouTube Origins, I'd be so happy. Because what they did with uh, Origin, their yeah. first one, is fucking spectacular. It's interesting, man, because it's an ever-changing cl- a cl- a climate. I think... Uh, this time next year, when we're doing the drunk cast a year roundup, just because of a few of the things I've auditioned for, iTunes are going to be an iconic or one of the big providers and producers of new TV and a Netflix type thing. Because there's been a few things I've read scripts for that are for iTunes on their new platform that are fucking amazing. Um, and and YouTube Red as well. And uh, their kind of subscription thing, it's... It's a fascinating and exciting thing how Mate. much it's all changing. It's also been an interesting year. I'd say quite publicly that the podcast, I get more out of the podcast than any of the listeners because I get to talk to these writers and directors and learn from them and engage and build contacts. I mean, there's potentially... So what's a, the biggest thing you've learned then? Or there's a, or, 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 I mean, the biggest thing that's happened is there's potentially a project I might be working on in the new year in as early as January or February that has come purely because of a podcast. It's someone I wouldn't have met other than the podcast that we've hit it off and we're dis- discussing me acting in a project of theirs. And I won't go into any more detail, but what has been interesting, and it's interesting to our project in particular, is a thing I learned with the thing I've written with Warp is that people like Shane Meadows, who's mm-hmm. one of my favourite of all time, yeah. always has three, four five projects on the go. Here's the stuff that might land, aware that sometimes it's a timing thing, sometimes it's a timing of talent, of production, of tone, right. of all these different things. Right, it might right, have to right, be on the right, wall. Right, right. But, and that's what I kind of got in my head, and that's that's why, even though this thing was in production, I was like, I want to write this project that we've got going, yeah, I've got yeah, a couple yeah, of other yeah, things yeah, I want to write. Yeah, yeah. But then I spoke to Boots Riley, and and he, he made... A, 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 Sorry to bother you. And I was like, how did a debut writer and and director get to make a film that's so fucking out there and boundary pushing and bonkers? You'd think you'd have to do a few things to get the respect and then have the have the free reign to go to, to go mad. And he said, Well, no, I wasn't trying to make films. I was trying to make this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. This was what I wanted to make. It wasn't that I wanted to be a director or a writer. I wanted to make this, and it's such a conflict of of of, of approaches because it's that thing of awareness that in the film and TV industry, so much of it is is out of your control. It's yeah. in the hands of producers, of of yeah. commissioners, of, of of all these things. But then, equal to equally to hear Boots go, oh no, it was was never a conversation of I'll write something else and we'll try and get that made and then we'll get to make. Sorry to bother you. This was what I needed to make. 
And that was kind of, fuck, yeah. that's mind-blowing. And scary. And odd. But yeah. Bloody hell, mate. Exciting. But I've had tons of them. I've genuinely, speaking, I'd say, uh, this year, Boots and David Lowry jump out as two. And Michaela Cole is always exciting to talk to because I think she's someone who's going out there and doing her own thing. And it was exciting to have spoken to her a year and a half ago and then watched her go and build her own brand and decide what she's doing and then talk to her again and go, so this is interesting, isn't it? Because you kind of, you went off and got some some love in America and then went, nah, I, I, let's make stuff I want to make in Britain and Europe yeah. Yeah, and yeah. stuff that's great. And rather than the simple thing of the goal is Hollywood. And Vicky McClure was a prime example of that because she's been killing it for years. And she said, my goal has Quite never been just yeah. to go off and do Hollywood. That's why she's done This Is England and Line of Duty and all these amazing things because she's like, I want to make good stuff. That doesn't, if it's in Hollywood, cool. But Hollywood isn't the goal. It's no. what it's it's the quality of the material. So that's that's, that's fascinating. Jesus Christ, mate. Well, hopefully Vicky McClure will star in our movies. I've got her in mind as as that one S- Susan. <laughs> Imagine either <laughs> oh, great, a, yeah. a Vicky or or yeah, Lena yeah, Headey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine either of them. No. That's, I've only said a name I've not given anything away yeah, but imagine yeah, either yeah, of them yeah, yeah, yeah. in that so role good, so I'd good. fucking kill it um, what have we got to finish on mate I need to piss <laughs> who's the most a famous person to do a poo in Stu's house and I think a lot of your guests have done poos did Ed Scrine do a poo the first the very the very, very very first uh, almost first yeah it was the first uh, podcast we recorded I was taking a shit when they walked in and that was like, as they walked in the front door, I was one foot away from them and Stu, <laughs> Stu went, Chris, say hello to Luke. And Luke knocked on the door and we were like a foot away from each other while we took a shit. Amazing. That's but yeah, Ed didn't, Ed didn't take a shit about that. Have you seen Tao? Have you seen Tao? No, I haven't seen yeah, it yet. Decent. Good. Yeah, it's decent. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, decent. Yeah. Who's above average? Yeah. It's new one, um, Attila. It looks amazing. That's out in the new year. Um, in fact, I had it on that picture just now. That's the anime version. Alita, sorry. Of course, Alita. Alita Battle Angel yeah, in Battle February. Angel. Yeah, yeah it's an anime. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a play on that. And I'm really not sure. It was really hard on how to make her look conceivable. I but think it looks great. The, the, way they've, the way they've CGI'd her to have massive anime-style eyes. I don't eyes. like it. A live-action thing. I think it looks great. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how it works in yeah, the Yeah, yeah. I, I need to watch it more. I, th- I don't know if it's been rendered. It excited me in the trailer because I'm like, I've never seen an anime conversion where they've, they've bothered, bothered doing anything like that. They've generally gone, oh, it's just I it's think, real I life think, now. I think they need to. Yeah. But besides that, it's a Ridley Scott one. Mm-hmm. When I was speaking to Ed... When he invited me to his fucking set, yeah, 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 that was one of the right? best things I ever went to. Um, he said he was he was uh, on board with that. Um, I hope it is. He looks the shit in that. I think he's going to get his ass beat down in it. Yeah, but I think he was great in that. I think he was great in town. Yeah, so definitely. we will end on a question from a, a Philip Cable Q, and this is because I know. I know something that's been a large part of our of the time that we've had to interact in this year. Um, mm-hmm. His question is: a quick in and out team death match or a slow play last man standing battle royale style game? 
and what, with what for all of us against each other. So, so, so what would we prefer as individuals or or, or teaming up? And hmm. we've played a, fla- a fair bit of player unknown battleground this we year. We have, we have. And we initially, I downloaded. it. I was like, mate, it was before Fortnite happened, and it was just. It's one of those. Uh, uh, Mark Miller is known as someone who's king of the simple I- of the idea that s- that someone should have already thought of in Kickass and things like that. There's so many different things where he's like, obviously that's amazing. And Battle Royale yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, Player Unknown yeah. was exactly that. It's like it's just you land on an island and there's a hundred of you and you've not got any weapons and there's weapons hidden and it's the last man standing. It's so simple but amazing. And I invited a you and Irvine round mm-hmm. and we had a first night. We're playing that for a few hours, and since wow. then, if we're having a script meeting, I, I will tend to finish the script meeting triumphantly and go, Should we, should we have a quick go on? Yeah, play should we have a blast on that? Or, or we'll be watching a film, or we'll be like, Should we have a yeah, quick But we will watch we put a film either on. of us fail on it. Yes, yeah. a 30 year old, year old man. Yeah, we, we can't play these games anymore. At, at that first night, you were infuriated regularly because I'm a, I'm a, a a softly, softly catch a monkey guy. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. hide, and then you know I've got to, uh, to the final five or so uh, without killing a single person, For which being infuriates a you. Yeah, because I want to get there from busting it up, from killing everyone. Yeah, like um. So also weirdly, it's just because I want to get into the last eighty through shooting people in the yep. fucking face. So when I get into that last one, when I'm really good, I know how to handle my business. Mate. Your handling uh, your business is learning how to hide. Right. And uh, actually, that's a skill in itself. And I've updated it, and there's a few different kinds of landscape. And in different landscapes, there's a few different kinds of weapons. And it's been killing me, because each time I land on the kind of landscape that's a bit Hawaiian, kind of huts and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah, weapons yeah. that I've grabbed that I've never seen. There's one called a mutant. And there's there's all sorts of weird shit, and I've got the mutant and like an eight times scope and shit like oh, that. And every time I've fucker. every time I've got that, I've got killed before I've used it. Yeah. So, so I've got there's a QBU and a QB or no a QBM maybe as well. And then these these weapons look amazing, but every time I've got one of them cool as, as fuck weapons, I've not found anyone to shoot, no. and I've been killed. By someone I've not yeah, seen yet. Yeah, because you're a CWD coward. No, but... Like, that's why. No, but I'm you trying, picked up coward. As soon as I get that weapon, I'm trying to find someone, I swear, because I've not used it no, before. No, man, you picked up coward oh, before you, when you press play, man. You were, like, scared about it. I'm a, it's a winner. <laughs> so, at some point in the next... At some point before the new year, uh, we need to have our, um, our John Carpenter a marathon. Oh, yeah. In between each film... We spend half hour on player unknown m- maximum as a as like a as like when people have a sorbet as a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. So a film, a player unknown. M- m- maybe we'll Facebook live it a bit or Instagram mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So a film, player unknown, a film, player unknown, and so on. Yeah, we will, and we're also gonna roll these these uh, lovely dice that you bought. What's me. this gonna? We're going to have a little... We're going to have some kind of crazy-ass game that's going to involve... No, my theory rolling dice. And my theory is oh, you can baby. keep your dice in there and some cards or yeah. some special oh, characters or whatever no, that you're I into. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's we're going to get on it. We're gonna hit Robin on this shit and we're going we're gonna to roll some dice and you're going to fall in a rat trap. I mean, that's, a, that's some good... That was... You rolled f- f- five dice. You got two sixes 
a four or three and a one. That's a solid. Yeah, that's someone. So that, hang on, what's that add up to? 10, it adds up to someone who doesn't doesn't ever roll dice. Twenty. Oh, okay. Let's oh, we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna in two dice roll define how d six work. A, a, a lowest score. No, sucks, honestly, no. Lowest score like, sucks the other one's well, dick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Triple> one. Oh, <laughs> Three. Oh, So take a picture of this. <laughs> Screamiest pip, pip is going to suck my neck. Oh, oh my God. How ridiculous. did I get three ones? I got a four and a six as well, ones. but... Just roll three ones. Screamiest pip, suck Scream, my dick. Take Here a photo go. of that. We can move that one up there so you can see it. Oh, man, that's ridiculous. Mate, that how is I get so th- out of five, oh, three of them are ones. Well, Welcome to we've D6. Got a, we've anyway, got round we've it got, up now because I've got, got some dick to suck. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much oh. for tuning in check out the hardcore listing podcast i'm sure there'll be some end of year madness um i'll be back next week with my i've got a stutter with my films of the year episode and then my first guest of the year is gonna be probably eddie marsden oh, and then or oh, eddie marsan and then joel egerton wow that was great man Oh, that was another one where we just hit it off. It's madness. Um, and then Holy shit, Joel Egerton. Yeah, it was great. He's such a dude. He's such a good guy. He's as charming as you'd imagine. Anyway, let's wrap things up. Bye. It is, I mean, this should be coming out in the new year. So happy new year. And uh, on with the podcasts. Ta-ta. You've been listening to Scrooby's Picks Distraction Pieces. There we go. There are four parts of the Distraction Pieces podcast, Drunk Cast 2018. I hope you enjoyed them. And if you didn't, then, as I said before, at least you know it's all up from here in 2019. You've started at a real low, um, and now it's all going to get better. Starting with next week's films of the year podcast so that's going to be great i hope you all enjoy that um go over to patreon.com pip now to hear the drunk cast hangover that i recorded um and as said in the new year i'm going to be doing a lot of stuff on patreon just little bonus things originally i wasn't going to do anything on there but as you would have heard on part one I've fallen in love with it over there a bit, so I'm going to be doing a thing called the Drunk the the Distraction Pieces podcast rewind, where I kind of go over old podcasts um, and reflect upon them. I'm going to be doing a spoken word piece that I record and put out each month, and yeah, that's what's going to be going on over there. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm hoping that at some point really soon I'm going to be able to announce this new bit of merch because it's so dope. If I haven't announced it already, I'm recording this well in advance, but my predictions are I won't have this new merch until the new year now. So, um, yeah, we shall see. Anyway, thank you for suffering through this and suffering all the way to the end of the outro. I will continue to see you in the new year. I've got some amazing guests. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. Happy New Year, guys. Ta-ta. There we go. Hello. 
We right. Oh, so, welcome, welcome. How you doing? I'm all right. Thank you, yeah. Jean. Yeah, you what, Mum? Yeah, not too bad, dear. So, um, yeah, so this is our um, new next episode of Hardcore Listing with uh, Chris and Stu and my lovely mum and dad. We just tried recording a little bit, didn't we? Tried doing a little well, video. I don't know if you call it a recording session or just a hilarious about <laughs> in the word. <laughs> what was we trying to do? Well, I think, you know, if you could do any more pod- podcasts with us, right, yeah. we would need to lay a few ground rules down. Okay, right. Firstly, do we get paid? Um, you get paid in the sunshine that I spread around the room when I come in it. So you're saying Jean's not going to earn as much money as I am? Then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll speak to you I'm separately. Sorry, well, I don't, I don't want no rares after this. Yeah. Well, to be honest, Dad, if I was going to pay anyone going on the last one, Mum would be on a higher wage than you, I think. Because uh, you couldn't get any of the lines right. But us recording this video a minute ago, Mum couldn't remember one line, could she? Well, you think she's a fast learner? Well, no. <laughs> she's her learning curve goes zoom. It's just she's better at reading than you are, mm. I think, was more the, more the problem. Probably right there. I've got double vision. Right. Now, yeah. talking about Jean, yeah. one of the embarrassing circumstances here. What's that? Jean gets a bit jealous. All right. Okay, yeah. And if somebody's going to make my face up, it's going to have to be Jean because she doesn't like other women touching me. Okay, sure, right, no problem. Right? Yeah, no worries, mate. Who's producing? Yeah. Who's producing? Uh, 76, our producer, he'll be producing this. 76? Yeah, that's his name. That's his uh, producing name. Does he have a more conventional name? Yeah, he does, his name's Stuart, actually, Dad. Oh, Stuart. Hi, Stuart. Okay. 76, I'm yeah. about that. What, what do you want to ask? Why? What, 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 anyway, what were your queries about production then, Dad? Well, what was production? It really comes down to how much experience he's had. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is, he, you know, is he polished? Is he, you know, does he know what he's doing? He's getting there. He has to work with uh, me and Stuart, um, other Stuart, who mm-hmm. I record this with. So he has, a, you know, he has hard work making that sound good, I think. Right, and have we got the latest equipment to... Yeah. Yeah. I guess so, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether I'm to research Stuart's background a bit more, or perhaps I'll leave that to another. Oh, you've another got plenty podcast. of time on your hands, mate. Feel free to do that. You well, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling a bit here. I've, I've just got to think before I speak because I don't want to find myself on the end of a lawsuit <laughs> if this is going from worldwide. <laughs> you know, that's uh, you mustn't understand it for a no, start. No, no. How are you, mum? Anyway, are you alright? Yeah, they can't hear you when you just nod. Yes, dear, I'm fine. Oh, okay. I'm well, sorry I'm not, you know, helping you very much. You're, you're fine. You, you you did amazing in the video, to be quite honest with you. Did Stuart make any money out of this? Uh, no, we, no one really makes a great deal of money out of this, Dad. Well, how do we live? How do we earn a living then? Well, you're not getting paid for it. That's how we'll make some money, I guess. That'll be the predominant thing. So, anyway, who is this week's uh, podcast with? Can you remember? Podcast 74. No, no, his name's 76. Who's our star today? Who, who, who are me and Stuart Bill, interviewing? obviously. William Glasson, yeah, and yep. Jean Glasson. But who, who, who are you doing an introduction for? Hang on, you're missing the point. You're supposed to be reading from the script. Well, not today. I thought we'd uh, ad-lib it a little bit. I've been writing all this lockdown. You've got five words on an iPad. Yeah, <laughs> So, this is going to be virtually unscripted, is it? Well, 
well, yeah, it's just a conversation. Yeah, that's how our podcasts go. Just conversations. Just to show yap up. Just the yap up, mate, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's an awful lot of good words from thrown in here. Okay. You know, what, what's annoying me is I'm doing it for nothing. <laughs> Last thing, really. Right, yeah. Is this all t- tied up contract-wise? If this no. Goes, if this goes viral, yeah. right, I want to make sure before I put my my, my signature to it, that yeah. you know, it's done properly. Because I am 78, you know. Yeah. Right, I don't think things are clearly, so I, when you do the contract, I don't want no small type. Okay, sure, I'll okay. do big, big letters saying right. um, there is no contract, this is highly unlikely to go viral. I probably ought to <laughs> ring off now because you're getting upset with me. Um, do, are we going to introduce, actually, who, who is the, the podcast that we're having today? Who me and Stuart are doing it with? Um... You've got any oh, ideas? Uh, yes, I have. Gene okay. and Bill Glasson. Yeah, no, but this is the intro. Oh. Right? The actual podcast that me and Stuart did an interview with was who? Right, um, Saucy George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, well done. Uh, can you remember who it's with, Mum, as well? Oh, it was so Saucy George, yeah. So, uh, my, my, my fictitious um, aside. You might have to look that up in the dictionary. Yeah, okay, fictitious aside. It's with uh, Susie, Dr. Susie Gage, who's also Doctor? on the network. Dr. Susie Gage. Susie Gage. That's right, yeah. Not and Susie George. No, Susie but Gage. jokingly, Saucy George. Um, she better name Susie Gage. Oh, right, okay, well, she'll hear that, so I'm sure she'll mm, be thrilled with that. Um, <laughs> Has she passed herself off as a doctor or. Uh, is she really a doctor? She's Unless legit a doctor. A doctor. Legit. Well, she's a medical doctor. Medical, or... yeah, I think, yeah, she's, yeah. Well, what, what time's her? Five, five years and all that sort of business? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's all legit. Because there's a lot of dodgy diseases about now, you know. There are. I don't know if Susie's one of them. Oh, I I'm pretty certain she's not a geezer. Uh, uh, not really. No. Uh, and she's doing top five BBC comedies. Top five BBC comedies? Yeah, so what's your favourite BBC comedies, Mum? Just thinking, really. Okay. I like the one with the... Um... The man in with the glasses. The man with the glasses. What's his name? All the Ronnies. He makes out he's a woman. The mother of the family. Dame. Mrs. Brown. Brown. Oh, do you like Mrs. Brown? Of course you do. I think that's brilliant. Oh, you like that one, do you? I do like that. Any other ones? Any other ones? I like the way they're laughing at something they shouldn't really be laughing at. Okay, what? Because it's a bit rude. They interrupt their own things because they, you know... Oh, they corpse. They end up laughing. They break character because yeah. they find that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. Cool. Very good. And corpsing. Corpsing is when you when you break character during acting. Well, no, no. It's just called corpsing. It's when mm. you break character and you start laughing when you're supposed to be being acting. Um, yeah. Any others? Any others? British comedy. Yeah. Well, British comedy has taken a dive since the days of it ain't half what month. Oh, it's taken a dive since then. Yeah, there's no real good soaps, short soaps, apart from Mrs. Brown's voice. Right, okay. The demise of Morecambe and Wise and Abbott and Costello. Now there's one for you. Abbott and Costello, right. It's actually a few thousand years, that. Yeah, yeah. I've never really, yeah. Um, How about... um, how about The Office? Did you like that with Ricky Gervais? Uh, no. He does his silly arm movement. Can't stand him. Struggling swan, pure water. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, how about like you like Tony Fools and Horses though, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fools and Horses was great. great. Alan Partridge, did you ever like that? No. 
No, 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 no. He no. had a character. What was his character? No, that is his character. My name is Alan Partridge. Yeah, that's it. I, it's Steve Coogan's the actor. Steve Coogan's the actor. Yeah, he did a film, didn't he, recently? Yeah, he's he got an Oscar for it. Yeah, he's yeah. done. He's done some bits and pieces. I don't know if he's yeah. had an Oscar, but yeah, he's got an Oscar. All guest work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, with that said, mm. here's the intro, here's the uh, wonderful podcast with uh, Dr. Susie Gage. Um, it is top five BBC comedies. We've been waiting to do this for a long time uh, with Susie, so um, we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, big shout out to seventy six or seventy four, as Dad has now called you. Um, We'll be chatting later, Shu, just to make sure that... Uh, well, my dad will be in touch, from the sounds of things. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything, any last words? Any last wise words? Mum, what, what, what would you like to leave the audience with? Is that working? Yes. It's not moving. No, it wouldn't move. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, I don't it's mean physically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there's no dials or... Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all digital these days. Is that yours? There's no yeah. digital on yeah. there. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah, quite expensive. Mm-hmm. It's minor shirts. Yeah. That's what we're leaving on. Okay, right, cool. Well, um, Dad, pleasure. Mum, pleasure. Thank you very much. And we might record a couple more little intros. Bye-bye. <laughs>